Bibles. <laughs> I know y'all didn't come here just to sit here and look at your phones, Ed. <laughs> You're all good. You might need your phone to take notes or something. You know, if God starts to speak to you and you need to type down a prophetic word. That's right. Hey, you don't have to be a trained prophet to get a prophetic word, you know. When the presence of God falls on somebody in power, they begin to prophesy. So we read about that in the Old Testament. Right. So, yeah, we've heard stories. We <laughs> have heard stories. We were just talking about that last Sunday or a while back. We mentioned our friends, uh, Galen and Danette's church. When the Spirit of God <clears throat> came upon their church, well, this is what happened. I'll, I'll be brief, I hope. Quick. Galen was sent by his church to Toronto when the Toronto Blessing was happening in 1994. It started, but I think he went around 1995. The church sent him and another leader to go there and see what was happening. And so they went got totally blasted if you've heard stories you can read about it yourself <laughs> don't read the ones that say it was a you know false movement of god and it was demonic or whatever that's there's all kinds of that stuff but what god was doing there people would go and experience the presence of god and they would go back home to their churches and the same manifestations were happening in their churches like the the presence of god would would let down in a room where people were gathered and they would be so rocked by his presence that, welcome. <laughs> they would be so rocked by his presence. That's, that's what they would say. They would say, welcome. No, they, would, they, were, they were like, you could hardly do anything. You, there was no preaching oftentimes. People wouldn't even be able to get the worship started because the presence of God came down so heavy that people would fall out of their chairs onto the floor. And the obvious things would happen like they would begin to speak in tongues or prophesy so what happened with Galen and Danette our friends in McMinnville Oregon he went he came back and his wife Danette said she was scared he looked <laughs> different like she knew something happened because of his look in his face and they invited their their team to the house their leadership team and in the living room in their little fireside room in their old house before he could even begin to tell them all that had happened in, in uh, Toronto, mm -hmm. the presence of God fell in the living room and they were all on the floor. Just, I don't know if it was laughing or, or a combination of weeping, laughing. They were just, the, the presence of God, the invisible presence of God manifested in this tangible weight yeah. in the atmosphere and they were down. That Sunday when he went to church, when they went to their meeting, from the platform, he got up and began. was prepared to ex share his experience. Danette, I asked her, what did it feel like in the room? She said, you know when it's getting ready to like have a lightning storm outside? There's something kind of almost like electricity in the air. She said, you could feel that. And then it was like, boom, the presence of God fell. And people, again, just started falling out of their chairs. Some were laughing. Some were just like out in the presence of God. They were having encounters with God. Welcome. Yeah, hey, hey, Linda. Uh, hi, Jill. But hey, hey Linda. <laughs> <laughs> we saved your seats over here. 
<laughs> we're just talking about Toronto and what happened with our friends Galen and Danette. So, so basically in their church gathering, the presence of God fell so heavy. And they told us that there was a little boy, I think seven or eight years old, stood there with his hands in the air for about 45 minutes prophesying. Now he wasn't trained. He, wasn't, he didn't have all kinds of education to do this. The presence of God came upon everyone in such power that the prophetic just came. It just, the Bible says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream, I'm sure women, will dream dreams on both my, well, anyway, you can look it up. I, I always forget the last part, both my men, servants, and maids. Anyway, he's going to pour out his spirit. When he pours out his spirit on all flesh, people prophesy. People have experiences they have encounters so it's not about as much about the training although there is a place to equip the saints to learn how to prophesy learn proper etiquette when we're when we're under the influence of the holy spirit so there's a place for that but when god comes in a room we don't have to have an agenda anymore we just let him have his way why did we go into all that? I have no idea. All I can say is uh, we're here for that one purpose. We're here for that one purpose. Tammy and I, our heart is to, is to host a, a space, just like we would host a gathering in our own home. Our heart is to host a space for the presence of God to come and for, for family, for church family, for brothers and sisters in Christ and those who are not even yet in Christ would be able to come into this place and together with us experience the presence of God in the atmosphere of worship and praise and ministry and even in the teaching of the word. I shouldn't say even because it's not like that's the lesser thing, but, but as well as the preaching and the teaching of the Bible. So we try to make room for all of that stuff to flow. I'm just so excited that you're here. I hope Friday night was awesome. I was a little jealous when I heard what you were, because that was probably good. I'll go in your place next week. I, I'm joking. He's teasing, teasing you. I'm, teasing. I, I'm sure, you know. I'm, cool. I'm sure you, yeah, you did what you, you got there for the part you needed to be there. Awesome. Awesome. Sweet. Well, we've set the table. We have an intention tonight that we can all feast together. Yes. On food? No, we're going to, well, there's some food. But we're going to feast on the presence of the Lord. Um, I want to just set, set something out on the table before we go into a time of worship. Um, it's, it's probably uh, the silverware and the plate for the meal. I don't know. This is getting kind of weird. <laughs> Tammy, Tammy messaged me earlier and when I was here pre prepping. And uh, she felt something that I felt when I was at home. You know, we were having a little church in the house streaming some church before I left and I just felt like you know it would be really fitting to just briefly talk about the power of our words the power of the declaration that comes out of your mouth my mouth before we go into a time of worship and she texted me saying 
We should do declarations tonight. We should do some declarations tonight. Now, I know I have an announcement thing that we're supposed to cover. Should I just skip that because it's going to... Yeah, skip it. It's fine. I'm going to put a pause real quick. This Friday night, if you ladies, ladies don't know about this, be here seven Friday night is going to be the ladies' night, 7 o'clock here. There's going to be some snacks, music, fun. They're going to make Christmas cards. Um, anyway, let Tammy know yep. if you're definitely coming, if she hasn't already chatted with you. Fun lady time. Yes. Okay. Friday nights. We, we didn't set that up yet. Okay. If we do, we'll send out a message, but I have a feeling we're going to skip it yeah. yeah and you guys can you guys can rock the ladies night as much as you want you can <laughs> pray for each other blast each other and then make christmas cards there we go Sounds so good. friday nights we do prayer and intercession here we worship for a little bit and then we pray this last friday was pretty cool i'm not trying to rub it in <laughs> the presence of god just felt so heavy in the room and we really couldn't do a whole lot of praying other than just listening to what god was telling us his presence was very weighty um we Good. we just nobody felt like we could move we we're just waiting and waiting and waiting and then we began to hear different things carefully just releasing it out but anyway friday nights you never know what god's gonna do sometimes we're just all on fire and we just start praying and declaring all kinds of stuff but but not um, this friday night. it was just different <laughs> it was a different night i was getting all kinds yeah, of it was messed so up so back to the declarations, back to the silverware and the plates and the napkins on the table as we get ready to feast on the presence of our Lord. See, Kelly's like, yeah, I'm ready to feast. He's got the munchies. You got the look like you got the munchies already. Um, declarations. So I just typed up a couple things. This will help me be quick about it, so I'm not going to drag out the evening. It's important for us to know the power of our own words. Okay, the Bible says that, that life, the power of life and death, okay, two different things, whole spectrum, the power of life and even the power of death is in the tongue. God designed you and me. He created us in his own image and in his own likeness. The God who spoke and things came into existence, he made us in his likeness. We can take from that and know that there is something about our own ability to speak things that actually create or shift things in the unseen. Does that make sense? You could go into scientific, hey, come on in, guys. You could go on into scientific studies about the effect of words, negative words on children or even adults. You know, there's verbal abuse that can happen. Words are powerful. They say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, most of us have injuries, these, these inner wounds that we've carried around all of our lives because of something somebody said. Okay, so words are powerful even more powerful than the negative things or the words of death that someone might have spoken to you is the power of life because life overcomes death. Yeah. And the power of God is greater than the power of the enemy. And when the spirit of God puts life on your tongue and you release it out of your mouth the way you were wired and created to, to release, if you didn't know that, you are designed by God to be a releaser. You're like a pipeline, a releaser of his kingdom realm into the earth yeah. it's so important for us to know the power of our words and the more you become aware of the power of your tongue the more you will be cautious about speaking things flippantly 
like, oh man, I could just die, it's so hot in here. That might sound simple and, you know, what's the big deal? But the more you become aware of the power of your words, the more sensitive you will become about how you choose your words. Not saying that your, your words are so powerful that if you accidentally say something that's just, you know, a play on words, that it's actually going to come into being. But the, the point is knowing that when you partner with heaven, when I partner with heaven and we take the scriptures and we read the Bible out loud, whether you're by yourself in your prayer closet, your bedroom, your car, whether you're reading the Bible or singing songs into the atmosphere, whether you're just taking what you know as the will of God and speaking it out over someone who's in a parking lot from your hotel room and they're manifesting a demonic spirit and you're up in your little balcony there, Cheryl, in Hawaii, and you just say, shh, shalom. I release the shalom. He didn't hear a word she said, but the presence of God rode on her words and that man became calm under the presence of God. Yeah. I say all of that because you and I have the ability to bring in something of the kingdom as we worship God tonight. Yes. Oksana, yay. It's good to see you. Awesome. <laughs> so I say all of that because we're getting ready to worship. Worship is more than just a sing-along time. Worship, we place a high priority on corporate worship in our gatherings because we know from personal experience and from corporate church experience that when worship happens, the presence of God comes yeah. in a deeper measure, in a greater way. Yes, you are a temple of the Spirit if you are a believer in Christ. He lives in you. You already carry him into a building or any place you go, but something even greater happens when you come together corporately with other believers and you begin to lift up words of worship and praise and declarations of kingdom reality, the presence of God comes and manifests in an even greater way. Think of it this way. Your, your body is like a gate. Your body is a temple and it has a gate on it. And when you begin to release worship and release praise, your gates pop open and the floodgates of heaven begin to flow out of you. It's biblical. Jesus said, out of your innermost being, out of your spirit, rivers of living water will flow out of you. So we may not know how that works or what it looks like, but what we can know is that our words have an effect on that flow. Yeah. Our worship of Jesus has an effect on that flow coming out of us. There's a declaration we've often made here that part of that declaration says, I, my tongue will establish worship. No, how does it go? My tongue establishes, my tongue, yes. I can't remember. Tam, can't remember. Help me, no. I'm sorry, we don't do that. I will that. establish praise to silence oh, the enemy. So as I establish praise, like I begin to declare and magnify Jesus, I begin to welcome the presence of God. The enemy, the spiritual yeah. forces of darkness that we can't see, some people can see it, I don't see it, but I know it's real it begins to be silenced. The enemy has a voice and that's about all he can do to you and me is, is speak and lie yes. and deceive. He's a deceiver and he's a liar. He really has no power over you unless you empower him. You can empower the enemy by your words, by declaring and agreeing with the kingdom of darkness. Okay. That's not what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about, continue talking about declaring the things of heaven because when we do that, when we worship, we praise, we speak out the word of God, we silence the enemy. He's just like, 
he just he's like, I give up, I'm leaving. I'll go bug some other Christian that's not practicing these things. I mean, hopefully, I mean, I'm sure that's probably what happens, but. Okay, so I know we need to get ready to worship here. The scripture says the power of life and death is in the tongue. There's a verse somewhere in the Bible. I didn't look it up. I could have. It's in there. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Okay, the weak and the poor, they're not already strong and rich, right? But the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. There's something powerful that is released in the declaration of that which is not as though it already was. That is called prophesying. We want to prophesy into our experience. We want to prophesy over our children. You will come to know the Lord. You will have powerful encounters with the Holy Spirit. You will become a lover of Jesus because he's going to break in on your lives so powerfully and wonderfully that you will choose nothing more than to have him as the first place of honor in your life. We will declare life and health over our family when sickness begins to creep in. We will declare provision for the vision that God has given us. I could go on and on. It's, it's just choosing to partner with a higher reality. The reality here on earth may look one way, but from heaven's perspective, it looks totally different. So when we begin to take that reality up here in heaven where we're actually seated with Christ, yeah. the Bible says, we begin to take what we hear and see from the heavenly realm and we begin to declare it and speak it into the earth, things happen. Shift happens. That's one of our future t-shirts, Legacy City Church, where shift happens. It'll be an eye catcher. People look at it and be like, what does that shirt say? Okay. Let the weak say I am strong. And if you're not convinced enough, the scripture says if you confess with your mouth, if you believe in your heart, if you confess with your mouth, and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. Part of our requirement for salvation is confessing Jesus as Lord. No more of this, well, it's just between God and me. It's my personal relationship with Jesus. Okay, it's true. It is personal. It is between you and him. But part of his word says that if you are going to be his, that you need to confess him. You need to let people know, hey, can't partner with that thing that you want to do because I belong to Jesus. He's Lord of my life. That's the reason for the hope that I have. The reason why you wonder why I look happy all the time when things look crappy. Things look crappy, I look happy. I'm going to make a rhyme here. I'm going to start rapping. Oh, no. Another t-shirt, yes. There we go. <laughs> yes, we must confess. So this is our opportunity tonight. We get, we get to confess Jesus. Yes. We get to declare his word. We get to sing his high praises. There's a, a scripture that uh, Psalm, actually I have it on my phone. I, I don't think we'll open up with it, but read Psalm 149. The one verse that stood out to me and made me look it up to make sure what the address was for it, and I found it was Psalm 149. You know, I know this scripture because it was a song that I used to sing. It says, what does it say? Let the saints be joyful in glory. Oh, don't read the whole thing. No, no, no. <laughs> Here, if you're going to do that, I'll just read it. Because they, they're going to be like, what is she saying? I can't hear over there. <laughs> 
God's high and holy praises fill their mouths, for they, their shouted praises are their weapons of war. This is like the, the Passion Translation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praise of God be in their mouths and the two-edged sword, the word of God, in their hands. That's, it just kind of came to me. It's a song, but it's scripture. It's from Psalm 149. In other words, let the high praises of God be in our mouths. Let's make declarations. Let's do some warfare with our words, with the power. Let, let's allow God to use our bodies, our spirit, our soul, our thinking, our emotions, and our actual bodies, our, the tongue that's inside of your mouth flickering around and getting all dry, maybe. Get some water if it's dry. Let's allow him to flow through us tonight. It's your choice. Nobody can make you do it. Why don't we stand up? Let's make a declaration together. Okay. We're going to stand back so you can see the screen. <laughs> By the way, we're hoping next week that these TVs will be mounted up on the wall and higher. Just pray for us. <laughs> it's going to be fun because those TVs are heavy. Okay. Here we go. We're going to declare a scripture, guys. We're going to read together, if you will, the Lord's Prayer. It's actually not the Lord's Prayer. It's how he taught the disciples to pray. It's from the Passion Translation, so it's going to be a little different than your Catholic upbringing if you grew up in the Lutheran Church or the Catholic Church where you recited this and got it in your memory system. So it's not going to be quite the same, but, but let's do this. So here we go. This is how we should pray, and this is our declaration tonight. You ready? Our Father. Oh, boy. Start over. See, I was going to do it out of memory. Let's try that again. Our beloved Father, dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth just as it is in heaven. We acknowledge you as our provider of all we need each day. Forgive us the wrongs we have done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Rescue us every time we face tribulation and set us free from evil. For you are the king who rules with power and glory forever. Amen. All right, guys. So, Jesus, we love you. Uh. Tammy's going to pray. <laughs> so, Father, we just love you. We, we thank you that we can gather tonight, Father. God, we lay everything down before you. God, we just we open ourselves up to you tonight, Holy Spirit. Change us from the inside out. We want you to have your way tonight. We want to have want you to have your way tonight as we declare your word through worship.
just feel like this is a time of consecration, setting yourself apart, holy unto the Lord. That word holy means set apart, set apart for kingdom, holy unto the Lord. Holy Spirit, you live in us. That means we must become like you if you're in us or there's conflict. So we yield to you, Lord. We submit to you. We submit to your kingdom. We kneel, we bow, we take a knee to the King of Kings, to the King of our salvation. We welcome your kingdom, Lord. We say, let your kingdom come. Let it come, Lord. Let your rule, your reign, your realities of the kingdom, let it come, Lord. We just take up our, our royal authority as, as royal sons and daughters. And we say, kingdom of God, come. Kingdom of God come on this earth through our lives. Let your kingdom come, Lord. We want to see Jesus magnified. We want to see Jesus glorified, honored in our lives through us, Lord. We welcome you, God. I'm going to make a couple declarations. I'm going to ask you guys just to put your hands on your heart. You can echo these words if you want or just receive it. Holy fire, burn in our lonely hearts. Holy fire, help us to carry on. Holy fire, Burn all the compromise. Renew motivation. Remove hesitation. Destroy all the wicked desire. Holy fire. Holy. Thank you, Lord. Now I'm just going to invite you to however you want to do it. If you could put your hand on your head somewhere, either the side or the top, forehead, whatever you want, just, just in, a, in a gesture that you are prophesying, you're declaring over your mind, over your soul. And I'm going to declare this, and again, if you want to echo with me, you can. Rise up, O judge of the earth. You who reign with majesty, you who control the sun, the sun, send out your light and cover me with your glory. Take away the flood that constantly pounds in my heart. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Lift your voice and sing your songs of deliverance. 
send out your light and cover me with all your glory. Take away the pride that constantly keeps me from you. Rise up, Lord. Rise up. We just say, rise up, Lord. You are the king of our hearts, God. We invite you to come and rise up. Flood us with your light. Flood us with your glory. Release your kingdom. We want to be the sons and daughters of God that, that carry, that host your treasure, that host your presence well. We want to represent you, God. You have called us your ambassadors. We are your ambassadors of reconciliation, imploring the world on your behalf, God, to be reconciled to you. So let us represent you well. Show us, God, how to represent you. Show us how to, how to mirror your nature, your glory, your kindness, your goodness, your purity, your holiness, your joy, and your peace. Let your oil come now, Lord. Let the oil of heaven just be poured out over your sons and daughters today. We receive, Lord. We receive, God. Thank you, Lord. I just want to make some room for some prophetic uh, releasing. So if, if uh, I'm going to just look to you guys, if you feel like you've got something prophetic of the Lord to release over, over any individual or over the whole church gathering, I'm going to just ask you to go ahead and come up. I do feel like I had uh, just one, one word of encouragement. Uh, it's obviously it's going to be for someone who hasn't been here in a while. Linda, Linda Lyon, I just feel like the lion of the tribe of Judah, the lion is just pressing his face up against you tonight and he's just releasing the roar of heaven into you that you will be a roar you will be a lion that you will be a lioness that roars roars the authority of heaven roars the declarations of the kingdom the realities of the kingdom the truth of heaven so we bless you we release that and we say roar like a, i mean you don't have to but roar like a lioness <laughs> In the spirit. I mean, if you want to make a loud noise, you can. You'll howl. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, can you... Uh, I, don't, I don't come real often. Well, I mean, this. I consider this my church, but I've had obstacles in the way so I haven't been able to make it what I'm feeling in my heart really strongly right now is to encourage everyone here that maybe feels that you're not doing the best that you should with the Lord that maybe feels discouraged like you've let him down and and feels like you know am I ever gonna do anything am I ever gonna get out of this place that may feel stuck and you're not moving i just want to say there's a great moving coming and you're part of it and all you have to do is yield you don't have to do it he will do it in you and he he has such great things for his people 
And I believe the greatest thing of all is his love. That it's just going to be so big within us that it's just going to flow out and we won't be able to stop it. And so I just want to encourage you, don't be discouraged, you know, because he's not done. He's barely begun. The kingdom of God has come, and it will. It will do what God sent it to do. <laughs> so be encouraged. He loves you all so much. He loves you. You guys are so sweet and precious. Yeah, so bless you. <laughs> I would like to just bless Linda. Um, it's been it's been a battle to, to be able to come to a gathering, right? So yeah, and my my son's been given a, six months to a year now to live. He has pancreatic cancer, and I've been taking care of him for a year and a half, and then everything fell apart, and I ended up in the ICU down in Oregon. <laughs> I had a, a meltdown. So that's why I'm saying God has so strengthened me. He put me in a place where it was just he and I in this little window where I looked out at a friend's house and I had the most beautiful romancing with my God. That's all I know. I mean, I know that sounds silly, but he romanced me and he healed my heart. And I just, my son is angry at me. And I'm trying to ask God to soften his heart. So I, I appreciate you having this prayer for me. And I, Can I get some ladies to come up? Anyone step forward. Let's just kind of get you more into the middle here so we can get around you. And I'm just going to, yeah, you guys just let loose.
is a preparation for the Sunday service. It's our prayer night. But Friday we come together as a, a body of Christ in unity and we pray and we war. He's different all the time. He visits us all the time. Some have seen angels, felt angels, fire, waterfalls. It's wonderful. It's our prayer warriors. If you want to be a prayer warrior, you're invited to be a prayer warrior. It's wonderful. So the Lord did have a word as I was sitting and uh, he was talking about I'm go he said, I'm going to set the captives free. <laughs> this is the night I am going to set the captives free. You see, you are born again, washed in the blood of Jesus. But still sometimes, or most of the time, the enemy comes. He comes in like a flood sometimes in your mind. And so the Lord gave me the word about not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed in him, in his word, actually. His word is powerful, his word is alive. And there's two things that he taught me to continue in his word and in prayer. Not just on Sunday, every day, all day, all day long. And you will meet him in a unique way because you're a unique pe person and you will meet him in your personal times all the time 
He's a wonderful, wonderful God, and he loves you, and he wants to set you free because the battle is in the mind. And so he says, I want you to renew your mind and uh, to pray in, the, to pray in your, your personal time. Pray in, I always pray in the spirit. And sometimes I'm praying in the spirit, and I'm reading the word as I'm praying in the spirit. And the word just comes alive. You know, the word has layers. And you learn and learn. There's never a time where you can stop learning. But read Romans 12, chapter 12, at least. Read the whole thing. And it goes down to talk about uh, don't think so highly of yourself because we are all in this together. If you are called to prophesy, then prophesy with all your heart. He gives us measures of faith to do all these things. And so if you're an evangelist, evangelize. And the Lord will be with you. We all have giftings. We may not all be part of the fivefold ministry, but we're all powerful in Jesus, right? And we all have giftings. We all can go out, lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. We can cast out demons, set the captive free, speak to the enemy, and he will flee. So the Lord is speaking about this. He wants everyone to feel like you're the most important person to him individually. We're all unique in every way. And he sees how the enemy comes in. Comes in in your mind. It makes you feel bad. Sometimes there's certain things that are happening in your mind. It might have been from your past, but he'll come in and bring in the past. And sometimes you feel so weak. But the Lord said, I'm with you, and tonight I'm going to cast that stronghold out whatever is blocking you. Sometimes you go so far and then it's a stop right there. You can't get over that wall. But the Lord said, I'm breaking down that wall right now. The gates of hell will not prevail. Will not prevail against church. Will not. Not anymore. Because God said, I'm doing a new thing and I'm doing a powerful thing in my people. He said in Joel 2 and Acts 2 that I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Sons and daughters shall prophesy. Old man shall dream dreams. Young man shall see visions. This is what he has for us today. It is our gift from him. So the Lord said tonight, I'm going to set the captive free. Some have bad thoughts always coming in there. And it makes you feel bad. Lord said, I set you free. I set you free now. There's a fear, a spirit of fear that comes in. I set you free now from that spirit of fear. Because fear brings torment. But perfect love casts out fear. So right now, fear, you leave. Get out of this building right now in the name of Jesus. Some of you have been healed by the Lord, and the enemy had weakened you, and that illness had come back. But right now, we speak right now, and we say, we just restore that. Be restored into the fullness right now. Feel the healing of God coming down through your head, through your back, through your arms, through your feet, through your hands, whatever it is, be set free. Some feel like you have mental illness. Uh-uh. Not when you were redeemed by God. 
you redeem in the blood of Jesus. You have the DNA of Jesus, and he sets you free right now. No more of that. Your mind will be free. Your heart will be free. And you will move in the Lord as you have never moved before. He said, I give you these gifts. Now go out, my son, my daughter, go out and use what I have given you. Freely I've given you, freely, freely, freely you receive, then you go and you give out too. Because the more you practice and the more you do it, the stronger you'll get. Really. It takes practice. It takes faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But you are going to see when you do it, it'll all come to pass. People that are going through financial trouble right now, we break the power of the devil and the enemy that holds it back because sometimes it is him. And usually when in a Christian's case, usually it is him. So right now we command him to loose those finances of all God's children, man, women, child, whoever you are. Tonight your finances are loosed in heaven and loosed on the earth. He said whatsoever is bound in heaven is bound in the earth. Whatsoever is loosed in the heavens are loosed in the earth. Open heavens upon his people tonight in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lord, get them out of debt. I pray that he gets you out of debt. I speak it out. Debt free. Every single one under the voice of God, be debt free. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. That wasn't his intention. That's a lie of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. But we have to be good stewards too. And we have to be wise in how we spend and all that stuff. But you know what? When you give, you cannot outgive God. The more you give, the more you're going to get from the Lord. And I'm not just talking about finances. I'm talking about giving yourself, doing something for others, having kind words every time you walk. You know what? When you go into the world, have a smile on your face because you represent the King of kings and Lord of lords. You are an ambassador of the Lord. So try your best no matter what you're going through. Put a smile on your face. Encourage somebody. You, you don't have to know them. But just a smile sometimes will encourage people, you know? And so, uh, huh. Whew. Wow. God. Hallelujah. The Lord just wants to, uh, huh. Hallelujah. The fire. Someone needs a fire. Yes, we all do. But someone particular, Lord, is uh, pinpointing out here. Um, this, this young man here, Kelly. The Lord says, I want to increase in you the fire from the above. Because you need the supernatural God to do the supernatural things that you do. He said, stay in your lane, though. Stay in your lane. And I will, I will tell you what to do. 
But tonight you're going to feel a difference because God is pouring down upon you his supernatural fire. He is giving you wisdom. He is giving you knowledge. He is giving you understanding tonight. You shall receive it. Watch, 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 watch. It's coming, 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 coming. Woo! Receive it now in Jesus' name. The fire of God. The work that you do, you need this fire. You need your hands to be anointed with the fire of the Lord. You will, you will call people into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. The things that you do, you're going to evangelize. People are going to be saved. Not only that you go give them a word, but you give them a piece of food or whatever you do. Be kind. Yes. They look for that. They look for that. They don't just want talk. But when you show your kindness and the, the love of God, whew, yes, the love of Jesus, when you walk out, when you go out, say, Lord, I put on your love that they will see me shine because you live within me and they will want what I have in the name of Jesus. Fire! Anointing! The word burning within your heart right now. I see it burning and I see also the fire in your head. Hallelujah. Purify. Purify. Purify, Lord. Your heart is ready, but sometimes your head gets in the way. Your thoughts get in the way. But your heart is always ready to do the will of the Father God. And you will. Watch and see. You will. He will provide. He'll give you provision. Supernatural provision. When you call upon say, Lord, you know, I really want to do this, but I need your help really, really bad. Be specific and ask, and he will give it to you because it's his will being done in you, through you, for others. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So I was just seeing uh, as Val was uh, prophesying and releasing over Kelly, I was seeing poppies, like uh, the flower of poppy, like the ones that we see around here, they're usually orange, but these were black. And as she was speaking about you taking things to, to the you know, food to people and uh, giving them a word that actually leads them to salvation. I was just seeing that these, these poppies were black or they're a dark color, but they're, they're flowers and they're opening up and as they're opening up, I just, I, I thought, wow, okay, these are just black poppies. It's interesting. But then I saw like a, the wind of heaven coming down and it started blowing on them and it was like ashes coming off. I, I don't know if it's like addiction or heroin, uh, or whatever it is, but, but the, the wind of heaven through you was blowing off these poppies and they were like these radiant colored flowers. They weren't orange. I just saw, I saw yellow and orange and like purple color just coming in through these petals. So I just, I just, I declare this, I prophesy over you that you will be the voice that releases the wind of heaven over those that are covered in darkness, deep darkness. And the,
and the glory of the Lord that rises upon you is going to be released on them. You're going to rebuild the ancient ruins. You're going to restore things that have been devastated by the Spirit of the Lord working in you and through you. So we just release that in Jesus' name. sensitive to, to some fragrances so just stretch your hands towards her <clears throat> alright thank you Lord I'm going to bring the microphone over to anyone who wants to just release a word to break this um, if anyone wants to just the effect of this dream that did not come from heaven it, it was a claustrophobic nightmare that is still having a lingering effect so we just want to break it praise you father i've had that and what it's a battle between good and evil and i'm just declaring over you right now that the angel of the lord is there with you he sends them as messengers for his people. And your angels are going to be protecting you. The enemy's not going to womp on you anymore like that. And I just declare that because that's your portion. Your portion, the angel of the Lord will be there and just shoo that thing away. Thank you, Lord. Glory. And I'm sorry about the fragrance. It's my fault. <laughs> I didn't know, but you know what? God just loves you so deeply, and that's why you're being attacked, because the enemy knows. But no more attacks. We all declare it and agree together in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, for the angels. that They're your messengers that you send to help us. She needs that right now. This will not attack you again. And don't be afraid. He's with you, and he's got his angels protecting you. Hallelujah. I only say this because I've had it happen to me, and God sent me protection. Thank you, Papa. So I was just seeing, um, like, like you're in a, not press and seal, but just like an invisible barrier over you and as as she was declaring that 
has just seen it kind of slip off and peel off and lava, just like the fire of God just being released back out of you again. So I'm just going to declare freedom. I'm just going to speak the word of freedom over you right now in Jesus' name. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So Holy Spirit, we say, come now, mighty God, great deliverer, who the one who sings songs of deliverance over us, the one who is mighty to save, mighty to save. You are so good. We declare your goodness and your freedom over Barbara tonight. Release your power, God. Come now and just peel that all off. Peel off that, that film of the enemy, the slime of the devil. And we just rebuke you, enemy. We, we say no more. This is a daughter of God. You have no right, no privilege, no no way that you are to be given in to this daughter of God to slime. We just say her sleep is blessed. We declare blessing over your sleep, over your coming and your going, over your rest tonight in Jesus' name. Yeah, we speak the blood of Jesus. Um, while we're just kind of flowing in this mode, does anyone need physical healing prayer? Any prayer for uh, physical needs or uh, just breakthrough in any area of your life? Um, I know Val kind of covered a lot of the finances and stuff. So are there any drummers in the house? Brandon, I, Brandon, I know that you actually did some music. Are you still drumming? Okay, is, is there anybody else that drums here? Oh, okay. Yes, that's good. That is, that's good. Cool, I'm part Cherokee, so that's really awesome. Um, so uh, when, when uh, they were playing the drums, I had this picture of like a grappling hook, and there's, there's actually literally grappling, grappling hooks that go through walls. Um, and every time he would hit like the snare, I would see a grappling hook pop through the wall and just like rip it out. And what I heard and what I felt was as there's this thing about prophesying on an instrument, like prophets, old prophets would ask for a, a minstrel and a lyre. And uh, so as you play the drums and whatever instruments that you play, uh, the Lord will break through people's walls. The Lord will break through people's barriers to healing and and life for him so keep on doing it keep on doing it awesome yeah and if you don't play an instrument let your voice be an instrument to the lord <clears throat> our whole bodies actually are designed to be offered to god as an instrument of righteousness as an instrument to make a declaration a sound something that will will pull heaven into earth and release it just like kelly was saying and we do, we, we do take walls down. We knock through barriers. We can scale a wall, we can climb a mountain. I'm not finished yet. Uh, <laughs> he, said, uh, he said that uh, most of the, the body of Christ that come and go, come and go, they are actually seers here, many, many seers. And some don't understand what, what's happening. 
and they're ashamed or they're afraid to let people know what they see in the spirit. Some get caught up. Some just have open visions. Some have closed visions when their your eyes are closed and you see, you see in the spirit. And uh, you don't understand it. And many have dreams that you're not understanding. And what the Lord is saying to you, that you have to speak it out. If you don't understand it, speak it out. Ask the Lord what it means. And then go to people that have the same gifting of dreams. Because you're not alone, you know. Uh, and he doesn't do it for just, just to do it or entertain you. There is something always... I mean, the Lord does, does things not to just drop it on you and say, yeah, I just want to have you do this and, you know, have this. You know, personally, sometimes he will come and encourage you in a dream or in a vision. But sometimes uh, uh, he'll come and he will give you a dream or a vision of the future or even of the present, things that are happening now. And a lot of times he'll say, put it in your heart, like, I want you to pray. I want you to pray over this. But, but some of you want to speak it out, and you want to tell someone, but you, you're just like, hmm, they might think I'm weird. But you are weird. Because we are peculiar. We're a peculiar people. Is that you, Ed? <laughs> it's normal to be that way. It's actually supernatural you're walking in the supernatural realm and it's going to happen more often so I just want you to know that it's going to it's going to happen more and more and if you need help or you just want to if you just want to tell somebody about it you know somebody that's walking in that gifting uh brothers and sisters in Christ pastors I, I advise you to do it because it's always something important that the Lord wants to speak to you about. Uh, some of you had it when you were little. I first, I first saw my, my first angel when I was five years old. And I know many have been walking in that. But many are afraid to say it. Because, you know, before you couldn't, back then in the 70s or whatever, because people think that, you know, hmm. Yes. So you really had no one to tell except, except the Lord. Even your pastors at that time would say, oh, interesting, and then school walking on, and you're over there stuck with this stuff, and they, they don't want to listen to you anyway, so you don't speak it out, you know? Whatever God has, prophecy, prophecy, uh, a lot of you have, pro you know, you have a prophetic gift, and it's inside of you, and you won't bring it out. But the Lord said, I want you to speak it out. Don't be afraid. He's given you that. It's always you feel like there's something down here and you're not doing it. And then when somebody else says it, you go, Ooh. that was my word. Yes. So the Lord said, I want you to start speaking it out. Because like I said earlier, you need to practice the gifting that God gave you. He will supernaturally pour on his anointing on what you're doing. But he wants you to, you have to speak it out. You know, you just don't sit there and get grumpy when somebody speaks it out for you. So I just encourage you because I know a whole lot supposed to be going on in here. You know, not just 
two, three people. I know, I know everyone has the gift of prophecy in here. Amen. That's a good word. Yeah, you know, the Lord speaks to us. That's his language. He speaks to us in so many ways. <clears throat> and we've, we kind of relearned that when we did our prophetic class. You know, he speaks to it. English is not his first language. He speaks to us in mysteries and symbols and signs and colors and visions, dreams, <clears throat> and awesome when it's audible words, especially if it's like, you know, not just in the quiet of your heart, but his thunder roars and you hear his voice audibly. I haven't had that happen yet, but I'm ready. I'm ready just to be plastered to the floor here on some morning when you guys aren't here and and Barbara's dream she had of me laying on the floor well, worshiping but the uh oh here it comes again <clears throat> the the music the 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 flash what would you call it? a sheet of light just kind of came down like a bolt and it hit me and it's crackling I'm like yeah I want the I want the crackle of heaven all over me makes me think of fire <laughs> yeah he's alive he's alive I want to encourage you guys tonight. You know, I purposefully chose this picture just as a prophetic reminder. No matter what comes, and I'm not, I'm not afraid of anything that's coming down the road, whether you hear one version of something or another or another of what the future holds. We don't know. Nobody knows what will what will happen tomorrow, but we do know that God doesn't do anything without first releasing that to his prophets. And there are many prophets in the Christian world today and many variations. And the encouragement is to, to know no matter what may come our way, no matter what happens in the earth or in our nation or in our state or in our county or in your workplace or in your home, he is going to split the sea. He is going to make a way where there seems to not be a way. He is going to part the waters and he's gonna hold them back and he's gonna lead you and he's gonna lead me and you and all of us into safety. There is good stuff coming down the road for all of us. There, there is an outpouring of the spirit of God, kind of like what I mentioned earlier about our friends Galen in their church, what happened to them back in the 90s and it kept, the visitation kept happening. God's gonna have a visitation. He wouldn't put this hunger inside of us if he was just gonna leave us wanting and empty. He has come, the Lord, he's here and he's coming in, in a greater measure. The greater measure is coming. The wave of heaven is gonna come. It's gonna come and it's gonna cover the whole earth. He is gonna pour out his spirit on all flesh. We are living in the last days. I'm not saying that it's going to the end is next month or something, but the, we are in those days that the Bible talks about. So we should be excited, and it should motivate us and stir us to be pre be prepared. Know the Lord, be intimate with the Lord, fall in love with God, open up the Word of God, read it out loud, let it. Let it rewire your thinking. I just had that picture earlier tonight. God, I was just putting my hand on my head before I um, put that note down to ask everyone to lay your hands on your heart and then your head. And I just, I just saw him rewiring. He wants to renew our thinking. The battle is between our ears. You know, it's in our thoughts. The enemy comes to attack us 
in our thinking processes. And God offers us the mind of Christ. By the Holy Spirit, we have the Spirit of God releasing the mind of Jesus into us, the thoughts of God. We actually get to know his thoughts, know him intimately and know his thoughts. His thoughts for us, his thoughts towards others, his thoughts towards the world. And he wants to renew us. He wants to peel off and rewire the stinking thinking. And he wants to flood us with, with kingdom thinking, with kingdom mindsets. And it takes work. We don't just arrive one day. You know, it's a, it's, it requires us to pursue God in a personal walk with him on a daily basis. Yeah, you might have a day where you just, you know, slept in, you don't have time for the reading and praying and stuff. And that's okay. Don't, don't let slipping and, and not doing it one day keep you from doing it the next day because now I'm a failure and I just am no good at this. No, you just get back up and you run after him. Just keep running after him. He's actually running after you faster than you're running after him. In fact, the moment you decide to run after him, he's bam, right in your face because he's here now. His face is towards you. We were at our friend's house last night, the Burroughs, and uh, we were just talking about our kids and how, how we, we want our kids to know Jesus. We just do. I know him. I came to know him in my, when I was 20 years old. I knew how life was be- before him, and I, and I know what his power and his, his love and his relationship with me has done in my life since then. So obviously, we want our kids to know Jesus. I can't make my children a Christian they have to find out about Jesus. Obviously, we teach and we train, but, but they get to be the ones to choose him or not. And so when we were sharing this with, with, as couples about our kids, I just I saw, I was like I could see the face of God in their home following their kids. You know, the Bible says that the presence of God, it's his face. When you read in the Old Testament and it says the presence of the Lord, you, that's also translated his face. We, we, we need to get a revelation understanding that even those that aren't walking with him, even Ryan and Stephen, his face is towards them. He is pursuing over Wendy. He is pursuing. The Lord will not stop pursuing until the end. Over the prodigal sons and daughters, over us, even if they're not, even if they're in our home and they they do believe in Jesus. I believe my kids believe in Jesus. Can I get an amen back there? (laughs) Amen. (laughs) I know my kids believe, but I know that they haven't had encounters the way I've had encounters in my early days and in more, I mean, I, I actually feel like I encounter God every day, but that's because I know him and it's easy for me to encounter his presence. The more you get to know him, the more you realize the grace of God has made it possible, the blood of Jesus has paid it all, the easier it becomes just to, to run into his presence. I mean, all you gotta do is just turn your heart towards him and he's there, because he's, he's there, he's here now. It's all about turning our heart towards him. It's not like heaven is far off out there. It's, it's just the realm that's right in front of us. But I was just seeing, I'll give it to you, but I just want to say with the burrows, with our friends, I was just seeing the Lord pursuing their kids. And I knew he's pursuing our kids too. He's pursuing me. He's pursuing Tammy. He's pursuing you. 
he is hot on your trail and he's going he's faithful and true and he wants to take all of us by the hand and lead us lead us through the valley lead us on the mountaintops lead us on the journey up and down lead us through everything even when it comes to the end of our life he wants to lead us beyond the veil I want to be so intimate. I personally want to be so intimate with him that when I take my last breath, <laughs> it's like the one that I'm hearing before I leave this body, I continue the, the hearing of his voice as I cross through. I just want to be that intimate with him now. And I know you guys do too. I was just going to say that we can be intimate with him even if there is busyness going on around us we can still encounter him even in really simple ways that we might even think is really silly like an example we had a really bad nap problem at our other house and i just napped gnats and i just was done i was like i'm sick of these gnats like just kill these suckers <laughs> and next thing i know the gnats were gone and i was like oh thank you you heard my heart <laughs> like i just was like so like the, that was probably the same day we had a feather drop in front of us, Ethan and I. And, but he cares about those little things, and we can interact with him in the middle of washing dishes or doing laundry or, yeah, we should sit and have that quiet time with him, but sometimes life's busy, and you can still interact with him. We can't let that condemnation come on us if we're not following these rules that others have for us. But... Why cleaning the toilet? Exactly. That's his job. I don't like the toilet. I'll do your laundry, but I'm not touching that toilet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah. But the point is, we yes, we should sit and take time with him, but we can also throughout a busy day be pursuing him and talking to him and interacting with him. I, I wanna I wanna just I just saw something. I didn't see a picture, but God just showed me a some a thought. Um, regarding what Tammy was just saying. There is a time to be a student. There's the time for study, for prayer, for doing the, the, the work of being a good student of the word and, and interacting with his, his word and learning. Our kids are homeschooled, but that is not who they are. That is not how they gain a relationship with us. When the books are closed, when the Bible is closed, you are a son. They are my children. I get to spend time with them. I want them to learn. I want them to study. I want them to know about life. God wants you to open the Bible, read his word, and meditate on it. Let it get in you, because when you get it in you, it, it helps you to not sin against him, and it gives you light for your path. It's so good. It re, renews your mind. The word of God's powerful. But when you close the book, that doesn't end your rela Your relationship's not with the book. Your relationship's with the author of the book, and he wants to spend time with you throughout the day. He wants to deal with your gnat problem, exactly. your gnats. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. your manual. Yeah. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's your bread, too. I mean, we need a feast. Yeah. We, we need to enjoy the word of God. Can I go now? <laughs> oh, is that? No. She just wants to go home. No. Yeah, really. Food. Um, I just wanted to say that God's really been 
on me about my tongue this week also. So um, I think he's really bringing that up again. So that was... <laughs> You're confessing. Well, I will pray for you. We can't hold you accountable because we're not around you all day long, but that's, that's good. I don't know if anyone else is feeling like God is doing a, a purifying in you. So I'm not going to tell you the words that I typically use in the past easily. I'm, okay, let me clarify this. It's not typical you know, ongoing language, but the words of choice that I have used to express myself when I'm feeling you know, irritable or something like that are words that, that aren't fitting for me. But the Lord himself is doing a work because he's, he's preparing. I think he's doing it to you guys too, maybe in different areas. He's preparing us for more, for the more. But he wants to pour out his spirit. It's not that you have to be perfect to receive it either. But he wants to get us ready for a work. Like he's going to pour himself in, into us and on us in a way where we are going to be the hope dealers of the town. Forget about the dope dealers. We're going to be the hope dealers. And as he, as he purifies and, and cleans us up now and prepares us, it, we're going to be all the more ready. I mean, yeah, he could take your words away just like that. But I'm just saying, for me and for Jill, I'm glad we're in the same boat. The words, it's been a good plus week at least. I've chosen to listen to about a quarter of the political podcasting that I normally listen to. And hey, you know, I'm all with you. Let's go, Brandon. Amen? <laughs> right on. He's got to go. He's got to go. But that's not my life. I have chosen to remove about three quarters of that stuff and just get enough because I, I need to know what's happening in our world. I need to be current, what's happening in our nation. And it's a daily shifting and changing. I'm telling you, the stuff that's happening in the darkness is getting pushed to the surface. And, and you, when you think that something gross has come to the surface, oh, believe me, there's more. There is more. And I think we're going to have a rude awakening and a great awakening in our nation when this is all said and done. It's going to happen. So... For me, though, I, I needed to not feast. See, when, whatever you take in your eye gates and your ear gates, if you're watching Netflix and binging on stuff, we, I'm not going to tell them what movie. She's like, don't talk about it. We removed a show that we were watching off of Netflix because it was crossing some lines that we were feeling sensitive to. Thanks to Kat Kerr, she just had a word about allowing things in because your phone, your screens are portals. Whatever you put in front of you is a portal. It, allow, it will allow something from another realm to come right in. So it's your choice. It's my choice. We get to be big boys and girls and choose wide, wisely what we allow to come into our eyes and our ears. So I knew I was feeding too much in my earbuds throughout the workday. Podcast after podcast I would do. Hour one of the war room. Hour two of the war room. Charlie Kirk. Then I would hear... Uh, other, other, a couple other people. I stopped listening to uh, Rudy Giuliani just because his voice gets on my nerves after a while. But anyway, there's just there's good voices, good information out there because these are current people knowing what's happening in the political system, and that's it's a part of all of life. 
in our country. You know, it affects everything, whether you want it to or not. So I pruned back three quarters of it, and I began to fill it with the the prophetic words of the prophets that are that are being highlighted through Elijah Streams uh, Rumble app. I can put it in my ears and work, and I'm getting blessed. I'm putting worship on that I typically wouldn't get to. I'm listening to worship music more now. I used to listen to worship all day long, and I would have encounters with people left and right on my postal routes, and I would get prophetic words. I would be ready because I was in, a, in an atmosphere of worship. But when I started pruning that back and filling it in with what was really concerning me, that was happening in our country, the, the focus was getting divided. My single, here we go with the music again. It's like every nine minutes. The single-eyed focus on kingdom was be, my, my vision was becoming division in my affections and in my focus. It's not that I didn't make room for God at all. I mean, you know, I, I, that's my life. That's my, my hunger is for God. I meet with him here in this place every morning before I go into my workplace. But it was throughout the day, it was what I was continuing to dump in. You know, your, your body and your mind is like, a, it's like a, a receptacle, like a computer and just have all that input all day long. You need some input from heaven. I need input from heaven. So in doing that, God has been cleaning my mouth. He's been not brushing my teeth more. I floss, I brush. Maybe not before bed, but I do floss and brush every day. Anyway, you guys don't need to know that stuff. That's personal. I'm, I'm just saying, he's been cleaning my mouth. He's been, he's been changing things inside. I've become, you know how I know when, when he's doing something in my heart? I'm really getting sensitive to things that God's doing to other people. When I start hearing about, I listen to that whole thing of the effects of the vaccine that's happened to a lot of people. And I was so sensitive. It just, I, I about broke and wept every time I heard someone sharing their stories. When I hear people getting touched by God and it's just, it's like that mercy thing. I just can hear and feel. Anyway. personal discipline we all get to choose to discipline ourselves through every area of life yeah an old prophet actually said to me and I'm dealing with the same issue every day especially when like the enemy's coming at me and anger comes on and he does it he's like he's really he's snide and he, he's back backbiting a lot of times in the way that the enemy fights us in things. Um, so the, the cool thing about it is, is when you say something wrong, uh, you can apologize. And then on top of that, you can actually, which if you felt that way, or if anybody's felt that way in here, 
I'm sorry, and you know, obviously, but the other part of it is, is you can always say the right thing afterwards. That's, that's the thing about God, he's creative. So he gives us the opportunity to create something new every day and every second of every day. So I feel what you're saying there because I know how hard it is. Um, so. Thank you. Thank you for that because that's good. We catch ourselves instead of allowing the mistake of speaking negativity or death or something. Let's just take that moment right then and there and be like, God, I'm sorry for doing that. Um, I'm going to actually negate that now and I'm going to declare truth over it. I think that's good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, let's stand up. We're not going to get to Hebrews chapter 10 tonight because it's 8 o'clock. Unless you want me to crack open the word, we can start working through it. It'll be about 8.45. Well, I love being with you guys. I I was telling the Lord in this place (laughs) today when I got in here, just, I I feel blessed. I just, I have the ability to come here and be like, thank you, God. I didn't have a space to go worship in at my house, even when we were in a different house because it would wake everybody up if I cranked up music. and So I'm just so thankful, and I, I'm thankful for you guys and just being able to share in the Lord together in a space that feels comfortable. And, yeah, the Lord's, the Lord's just doing good things. Lord, there's more to come. So let's just pray, and Lord, we just thank you. God, we, we offer to you thankful hearts. Even if we don't know the words to say, God, we just say, here's my heart. I want to give it to you as a way of saying thank you. Take the core of who I am as an offering tonight, Lord. Any, any sacrifice, God, that we make to you, we know that you, you respond to it with fire. You respond. Your word says that our God is an all-consuming fire and that's why we say the word fire a lot because we know it's you you are the one that consumes you are the one that purifies you are the one that that sets things ablaze and lights it up with with life and with strength and with energy and grace and joy and peace so we receive all of those things that your fire does all of those things that your presence does and as your fire rests on our offering of thanks tonight we just say we love you God we love you Jesus we love you Father, Daddy God, Papa we love you Holy Spirit we love you God love you, love you, love you capture us God, captivate our hearts in Jesus name And I'll see you ladies Friday night. Yes, pink earring. All right, I'm going to put some not so tranquil ambient music on, and you guys. Uh...
Oh, and if anyone wants prayer, come up front here and we'll pray some more. And uh, have some snacks, drinks. Stick around as long as you want. You don't have to run out the door unless you got to drive all the way to, Comp- to Compton. <laughs>